What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, hello there. Welcome in. This is Bolt Brady and his bro, the best place to get your sports gambling info. Let's welcome in our guy for week four chat here. What's up? Good morning, and I'll start you off with a little history today. Mm, Go ahead and kick it down. 24 years ago today, Mark McGuire for the St. Louis Cardinals hit home run 70. Nice. (laughs) But that's not the end of the story. So the dude, (laughs) I read the dude that caught the ball. Um, apparently, I don't know what his profession was, but he was making $30,000 at the time. And they say, you know, the Cardinals are like, hey, we want that ball. Mark wants it. Yeah. And the guy just said, you know, and so they're like, we'll give you a bat signed and like a jersey or whatever. And the guy's like, okay, well, I'd like to meet Mark also. And for some reason, it, he was never able to meet Mark. Like, Mark wasn't doing it. I, I don't know what the deal was. That's weak. Right. So that transaction never happened, and the guy ended up selling the ball three months later for $3 million. Nice play. <laughs> so uh, that guy goes, screw it. I don't need to meet Mark. I'll make some chippers here. Yeah. So that was before Barry uh in 01 broke the record but your boy Aaron Judge is kind of on standstill right now yeah i guess um <laughs> i was i was reading a lot of people like especially down south where the sec conferences in college were getting pissed off cuz they were breaking away to judges at bats to see if he'd hit the home run and they're like uh, let me see Roll Tide here instead, bud. Yeah, if I want to watch the baseball, I'll, I'll find it somewhere else. Yeah, we're, we're trying to watch Big Auburn down here. <laughs> you know, we don't care about Judge. Yeah, all I need out of baseball is the highlight. <laughs> and I'm sure people are like, quit shitting baseball here, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's football season. Yeah, so how'd week three go for you? Uh, well... It was a little bit of a bummer in the Circa, you know, I'd, um, the Las Vegas contest. I don't like to jinx things. I, I came out of the gate with the 5-0, and oh, um, and, you know, there's a 4% chance that you'll go 5-0. and oh. So it's pretty rare. And then the second week, I went 3-2, and two, which is always good. You're never mad with 3-2. and two. That's the 60%. So the third week comes, I'm like, okay, and they give the quarterly prize at the fourth quarter. Um, after the fourth week, they'll they'll give some chips out. And so I'm like, okay, this third week gets us in position. And I went one and four in that. Just meow, meow. Let the air out. Yeah, so that was garb. Um, but, you know, still overall hitting 60% in that thing, which is good. I mean, if you hit 60% in it, you'll get paid some chips. Yeah. I saw um, through the first three games of the or three weeks, sorry. There's been 18 games decided by three points or less, which is a record in the NFL for the first three weeks. Yeah. So you're coming down to a ton of just coin flip games here. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, so I'm, I'm going to break away from the TV a little bit this weekend because it's been three straight weeks of me just on a small roller coaster. <laughs> With every play. The family's like, hey, how's it going over there? (laughs) Right. And she does. She'll be like, how's it going? And I told her, I'm like, it's a small roller coaster over here. Because one minute you're you're flying high, you know, like Tommy's driving down the field against the Packers. And then, you know, his receiver will be running wide open down the middle of the field. And then they'll strip it from the receiver. 
And it's just like, dude, how you, you can't handicap like those just weak moves by people. Oh, yeah. Just fumbles at the goal line. You name it. It's unbelievable. And, you know, in the NFL, it's brutal because the lines are so small that, you know, every game has probably three, maybe four max plays that, you know, if you're not on the right end of those, you're toast. And so, you know, again, that's why it's it's hard to uh, to handicap to, to you know that's why they say fifty five percent and above is good. But for the listeners in the NFL, we went two two and one. Um, but you know, we gave the Texans out at three. Man, how how the Bears have two wins is baffling to me. No kidding, he is. Dog water. Yeah, I as mean, the kids like to say no. He, he, <laughs> he is bueno, and he's about eight for seventeen for a bucko six, right? And if his running back Herbert doesn't rush for like one fifty seven, he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but what sucked is you know when we took that line early in the week, it was plus three, but for the circa, it was plus two and a half. Yeah. So that was an L. I saw that. Um, or a push. Oh, wait. Yeah, well, a push oh, for yeah, the listeners. It, yeah, minus us. two and a half. Yeah, but in the circus. So, um, you know, the the handicapping went kind of like I thought, except, the, you know, the one that was on the opposite end. Because usually I won't get mad. Like, you know, even like Tom versus the Packers, for example, um, you know, people are like, oh, Tom's down all his receivers, which he is, and that doesn't help. But I know Tom is such a badass that we just need guys to catch the ball. But, you know, when Perryman and Gage both fumble after they've caught it, you're like, dude, get out of town. But then you got the then I get mad at ones like um, the commanders. And that was a close ball. Game. Yeah, dude, show up for us there. Wow. I mean, Wentz didn't even have the chance to try to show him what he was made of. They, they had five sacks like two minutes into the second quarter. And they ended up with nine sacks. I mean, you can't do squat. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've said, it's if you don't, it doesn't matter who you are. If you don't get time in the NFL, you're going down. And vice versa, if they give you time, it doesn't matter who you are. Even Fields will be completing them. Yep. Those um, those games like Tampa and the Raiders, where you you need them to put the drive together, one to get the touchdown, and then. You need the two point conversion on top of it. It's the, the deck is so stacked against you to get both. Right, and in both those cases, um, I was on the Raiders one. I was like, "Come on, OT here, and we can still cover." And then that guy Matt Collins was balling for the Raiders. That receiver, right? He had a sweet sideline catch. He caught the touchdown to go down by two, and then. Car just didn't convert the two-point conversion. Yeah. You know, again, just one of those plays. It's just so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there was a lot that went on this week, though. Like, uh, you know, I think we were talking about the Ravens and Lamar. I mean, in that game, uh, Mac Jones hadn't had a pick all season. You know, I mean, it's only been two games, but still. And then not only does he throw three picks, he does two of them in the red zone. I mean, wah, wah. Yeah, you were kind of on board there with me earlier in the week. I, I loved Lamar on that bounce back. Well. And then you thought on the road it was going to be a little tougher. Right. Well, Lamar is balling. I mean, now remember, I always had the big Lamar's back. Now maybe you're with me on him. Yeah, no, I, I told you he's going to have a great year. And there, there's something about these contract years, too, where they just they really crank it up for him. Well, yeah. So how about he leads the NFL in touchdowns? 
and passer rating. And remember, this was supposed to be from a guy that doesn't know how to pass. And he's fourth in the NFL in rushing. Lamar, we like to say, good try. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got like nine yards per carry when he's running the ball. Dude, is that guy very electric? And he's still, it's not like he's got like a dominant wide receiver. He, he goes to Andrews a ton. He's oh, yeah. He just, he gets it done. So. A dominant receiver. No, his receivers are garbage right now. Yeah. But, you know, I, he, he goes back and he tries to, he'll look at Andrews. You're not open. Okay, I'll look. No one's open. See you later. I'm out of here. <laughs> and he'll just take off running. And that leads us into a big game this week. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills come into town. Yep. After being in Miami where statistically they crapped on the Dolphins. It was like 489 total yards to 220. That usually means it's going to be a boat race in the NFL. But the Dolphins somehow somehow pull through. That was incredible. Did you see it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was watching it. And so now they travel and they see Lamar. And let me bring up something that I haven't heard anyone bring up yet. Well, first of all, Lamar's going to be pleased because for some reason people forget the Bills knocked them out of the playoffs last year. This is when the Ravens went up to Buffalo and it was a hard fought game. Then remember, Lamar got knocked out like early third quarter. And that's when we go, that's ball game. Yep. Well, guess what? We like to call this a little revenge. And Lamar, we've got your back, buddy, for a best bet. 3.5 points were taken with Lamar. Yep. I've got that one circled here myself. I mean, getting three and a half at home. Come on. Wow. I mean, the last time Lamar got points at home, if my memory serves me correctly, I think it was when KC went in there and KC was favored. And I remember we took the Ravens too. And Lamar goes, no, 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 no. Actually, I think they got smoked one time at home by Casey, and then the next year, Lamar got the W. Well, I mean, first of all, hard-fought game for the Bills. They they ran, um, they played 90 plays on offense, which is just a joke. Um, and now they have to come, and then, did you see how they put them in the sunny side of the stadium? Yeah, you can, some of those guys, they're kind of sucking air, like down in Tampa and Miami, like it, it kind of throws them off. Oh, big time. It's like 100 degrees on the field, and they strategically place the opposition on the sunny side. And no fans. <laughs> right. So now they travel to see Lamar in a revenge game, and you're giving Lamar points, the three and a half. You don't think Lamar's going to try to get the W here? Chalk me up for Lamar in the three and a half. Yeah, good game. I mean, that'll be another good one to watch. Uh, Buffalo's starting to get dinged up on D a touch with Hyde and some of those guys missing some action. So, I mean, they're obviously solid. I just going to be, I think, them at home, though. I'm with you. The three and a half I'll take. Well, and here's the stat for you. When they're not the favorite the last four years, because obviously, you know, a lot of the times the Ravens are the favorite. 14 and 4. 14 wins, 4 losses when they're not the favorite. That's the case here, Lamar. Let's get busy this weekend, buddy. <laughs> We're backing you. Mhm. Yeah, what uh what else are we looking at here that you like so far? Well, I mean, I think you know, there's a stat that I saw we, we always said how um the Steelers are just garbage without TJ Watt and they're actually 0 and 6 with him now 
when he's out. It's just crazy to see that a defensive player makes that much of a difference, but we've always said he does, and the Steelers are bueno without him. When you got no TJ and you got Mitch at the QB, that's kind of problems. You're taking the Jets here? <laughs> nope. <laughs> the Jets are too bueno, too. That's <laughs> that's a stay away. I mean, I heard people talking about it. I'm like, I don't know how you could go one way or the other on, on one of those games. Like, you know, if someone's like, I'll take the Jets, I'd be like, okay, I feel you. If someone's like, I'll take the Steelers, I'll be like, okay, I feel you. It's just a garbage game. It's the shittiest game of the week, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe if that's the only thing on the board for the night, you're like, let me pick something here. But we've got some other options so let's use some other options we sure do what what are you looking at over there big guy um i had baltimore with you i had that circled okay and then i think i'm gonna go opposite everyone everyone's loving philly right now and i kind of like how jacksonville's looking Mm. i will take the six and a half with the jags really yep wow i mean that's just almost getting in front of a freight trainer there yeah, but I mean, you always like those guys that coming back. You got Peterson, who kind of was, you know, ousted there after winning the Super Bowl in Philly. Mm-hmm. Great offensive coach. They added some weapons there for Big T Lawrence, and their defense is playing sweet. So, I mean, I, you know, Philly could win the ball game, but I'll take six and a half. These guys have been something's going on with the Chargers. Those Chargers are dinged up. I don't know if Herbert should even be in the game, but. They went on the road and handled them real easy. Okay. All right. No, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I would go. I would lean with Philly there. But, I mean, I'm not totally against you. Talking about the Chargers, you brought up something that I thought it might add. And hopefully the listeners find this beneficial. So I know everyone's talking about Herbert, right? And his, like, torn rib cartilage, right? It's not broken ribs. It's like this rib cartilage. So, anyway, um, you've heard me talk before, Dr. Chow. And uh, he's like a guy that it's interesting. He he like keeps up with betting and football, and he um, he like, tweets out stuff about injuries. or something? Yeah, because he used to be the personal um, physician for the San Diego Chargers for like twelve years back in the Junior Seau days and Philip Rivers days and stuff. So anyway, he said I got approval from Philip to talk about this, and he said Philip had the same injury all the time. All the time he'd have that injury and he'd just shoot him up and Philip would go out and play. Really? Yep. So I think that's some important information to know because before I heard that, I was like, wow, he's got to be banged up. And then once I heard that, I'm like, well, dude, because they were like wondering if Herbert was going to play or not. And uh, the line actually before the Jaguars, the line was seven, right? Plus Mm -hmm. seven for the Jags. It got down to three and a half when news got out that Daniels was taking first string reps. So it went way down. And even then, um, you know, people weren't really factoring in this. And so the whole time I was like, well, I bet he plays if Philip plays. So take that for what it's worth. But Philip Rivers did it all the time with that injury. You just take a little shot. <laughs> a little something to get you juiced back up. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel it. I think it's just the, the facial expressions and stuff of some of these guys. Like Her- Herbert just looks like he's in pain constantly. Or like Mac Jones with that ankle. I'm like, what did he break something right well and, and like it's a high sprain right yeah no doubt um yeah max out for a little bit but just if that that picture and the way he looked going through the tunnel after that game it, yeah it looked a little worse than like 
I don't know, spraining your ankle playing hoops or something. What happened there, Mac? Well, that, suck, suck her up a touch. Well, that's why these guys are the gladiators, though. The football is for the big boys. No, I'm saying Mac kind of looked like a pussy. Oh, uh, well, he's not. I mean, I've always said that. You remember how I always said, especially quarterback in the NFL, but you can go down to your local high school and the kid that's playing quarterback is not a puss. I mean, they get rocked mm-hmm. a lot of times when they're not even looking. So, And the guys in the NFL really get rocked. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not he's not a wimp, I can tell you that. Um, I got an interesting game for you here. I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Sure. Thursday night football. Do 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 the Cincinnati Bengals are coming out in the white uniforms. Which I love. Those looked hot. Yeah, those look pretty sweet. And they play your Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? Bengals minus three and a half or Short week is yeah. always a little tricky with the uh, the injuries and, and the travel. Yep. Um, these guys travel in luxury, though. I mean, who's kidding who? It's not that far. The one the one question mark w- was to his little wobbly back thing, I guess, which some people thought maybe was a head injury, which they swear it's not. So uh, all things considered, if two and everything's playing, I, I mean, Miami's getting three and a half here, right? Yep. I'll, I'll take the Dolphins. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going against you there, big guy. And here's why. So just like we were talking about with the Bills, and we actually got our first Bashers Award for this NFL season. Miami was slightly juiced after that game against the Bills. And Tyreek and the crew are probably partying a little bit this week because of that big W. And then all of a sudden, they got to turn around and cruise up to the Bengals. This is what we call a situational spot here where Miami is just not in a good situation. The Bengals are going to mow down Miami this week. I'll Mm. take the bangs. Best bet, three and a halfer. I don't know about mow down. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just watching because... The defense uh, for the Dolphins was on the field for 90 plays. Well, what does that mean? Usually an uh, offensive team in the NFL runs anywhere from like 60 to 65 plays. So they were out 90. So let me do a quick math for you there. That's 50% more plays out on the field that they're normally not doing. That's a lot. Plus it's a short week. Here we go, bangs. And they're coming out. Chase is like, check out my new fits to his homies in the crowd. Yep. He'll be juiced. Looking legit here in the all whites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Burrow, you know, we give him a few weeks. He was going to get a little warmed up after no preseason. Um, I, he was the most sacked quarterback in the league last year. I think he still is this year, the pace they're off to. Well, you're right. Um, it was first two game, first two games of the season. He was sacked 13 times, which is like hasn't been done in 10 years. So that's that's not um, something to be. That's not a good formula. No, it's not. But you know, we were saying, and, and that's why we were going against him early in the years. It takes time for the offensive line to gel. What they also were doing is they were running the ball too much. And that's what they were doing in the beginning of last year. And then finally game week 14, they started throwing the rock. And that's when Burrow and Chase went off. So they went back to that formula this week where he threw the ball 80% of the time for the first in the first half. And they just started to blow the Jets out. So I think we'll see them throw the ball some more here. Um, and I like them. Yeah, I mean... You're supposed to kind of pound the Jets. The Jets have hung with a couple people this year so far and looked looked decent, but 
they're going to run out of steam here. You, you kind of run out of confidence on the defensive side and your offense isn't doing much. Well, and here's another stat for you. How about the Dolphins? They had a whopping 19 minutes of, of possession, which is loads. Okay, An NFL game is 60 minutes, and the Dolphins only had it for 19 because the Bills were dominating the game so bad offensively. Like Statistically, like I said, if you look at that game, it should have been a blowout. But anyway, 19 minutes is the lowest time of possession in the last eight years for a, t- for a team to get a win. So it was super rare. And now you got the short week. I mean, holy cow, folks. <laughs> if we see a best better, this is it. All right. I don't agree with that one. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, before we get into some more games here, uh, Patty, one of our listeners, emailed me some questions. She wanted you to kind of go over for her real quick. She said, in-game betting, yay or nay? That's a yay. Uh, yeah, you love that. Yeah, I definitely do it, especially when there's a team that I like. Like, let's say, for example, Kansas City, um, when they were down to the Chargers uh, recently when they played them at home. I knew Patty wasn't going to lose that game. <laughs> Not Patty, our friend of Minnesota. <laughs> Pat, Patrick Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. And uh, so, yes, Patty, definitely in-game. Bounce back games. Is there a trend or not? Yes. I think that in the NFL, when you have 17 games, there's there's times where you, uh, you know, it's tough to, to get up for every single game. And sometimes, especially when they get embarrassed on national television, there's definitely a bounce back game after that. And then the Jags and the Jets, are they legit? I think the Jets have already faltered, so... Right. The Jags, uh, yeah, they are. I mean, it shows you when you get a little bit more time underneath your belt and you get a new coach. I mean, he was a Super Bowl winning coach. And a couple more pieces that just help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then an interesting trend, 11 of the 16 games hit the under. When do sports books get a little more accurate on the over-under numbers, or do they ever get more accurate? They absolutely get more accurate. By the end of the season, Patty, you'll see that over-unders will be right around 50%. So, yes, a lot of these games are going under right now. Um, some, some think it's because a lot of quarterbacks and wide receivers have been hurt, but... Regardless of what the reason is, it'll definitely be around 50-50 by the end of the season. Probably just more data, you know, for points allowed and all that stuff. They just kind of get right on those numbers. Right. All right. What do we got here? How many games you got left for us? Well, I got two more. So um, just like Lamar, again, I can't believe people aren't talking about that, but maybe that's why people tune in to Bull Brady and his bro Mm -hmm. to get some information that you don't get other places. And how about Kansas City plays Tom and the Bucks this week? And did people not forget that KC got blasted by the Bucks in the Super Bowl? You don't think Patty and them are going to be up for this game? I don't like to go against Tom very often, but when it's Patty, I'll go up against him in a revenge spot. Oh, but listen, let's do this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in the other game here too because it's the same thing: Kansas City and the Vikings, both money line because their lines are right around two, two and a half. You just pay the buck forty money line okay knock the points out of it kansas city money line and also let's take the vikings money line minus 140 to get us the w one quick stat on the vikings they're playing over in europe in london 
And when you throw the Jags out of this equation, because the Jags have played over there more than any team in NFL history, mm-hmm. the team that is favored wins the ball game and covers 80% of the time. The Vikings are the favorites in this ball game. Um, I also think they're more disciplined than the Saints. I mean, you can't tell me that you don't think Jameis is going out at night. He's starting to kind of starting to throw the picks and stuff. Yeah, he is. And tell me when he gets over into a new country, he goes, guys, let's go check out the nightlife. And I don't think Kirk's going to be doing that. <laughs> so fish and chips and some brews. <laughs> so uh, that I got the Ravens. Okay. In the revenge spot. Same with Patty. So Ravens plus three and a half. Patty money line, Vikings money line, Bengals minus three and a half in the situation spot, situational spot. And then I know there's people out there that like the teasers. We're moving the Colts. Or I'm sorry, not the Colts. We're moving the Titans. They play the Colts up to plus nine and a half. Okay, divisional game. And Arizona plays Carolina Panthers. And we were on Carolina last week. We're going against them now. Kyler is slightly the best player on the field there. We'll take him plus eight in the teaser also. Yeah, I have Arizona here just getting the two and a half. I'll, I'll take them just to win the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one, but I decided to teaser here for some people. They're going to kind of, you know, get a win here or there till DeAndre comes back, till they kind of get her going. They, um, you know, their coach might be in trouble this year, too, but they need to kind of hold hold above water here for the first six weeks till DeAndre's back. Well, and, you know, let's break it down here a little bit. Who have they played so far? They played Kansas City, the Raiders, and the Rams. I mean, is that maybe the hardest way to start the season out of any team this year? Yeah. I mean, how many of those games do you want them to win? Like, if before the season you said, hey, here you're playing, I mean, would it be out of the question to say they're going to come out of there one and two? And lose to the Rams and KC. Yep. That's why we break it down a little bit here for you guys. That uh, reminded me. I heard Sean Payton talking on the radio. Because um, you know he's working with Fox Sports up this year that he's off. Yep. And he was talking. And he's like, yeah, I just kind of moved shop to LA and kind of settled in. And he, he was heading up on vacation to the Northwest somewhere. And I know he's been attached to that Dallas opening perhaps next year. Because he has a house down there. Yeah. But I think if the Chargers kind of hit the skids again here and don't make the playoffs... Staley's probably peace out. <laughs> Sean Payton's right there in town. He said he wants back in the league. I mean, wouldn't you rather have Herbert moving forward for 12 years? Yes, you would. So they didn't even mention that. I'm just like, I could see Sean Payton going to the Chargers actually next year. Except the Cowboys defense is pretty legit. But yeah, I'm, I'm hitching my wagon to, to Herbert over Dak. <laughs> I mean, Cooper Rush is balling. That's what I was going to say. It might be Coop instead of the Dak now. <laughs> Last night, they were giving props to Jason Garrett for... He had Cooper initially on um, Dallas, like on the practice squad. Yeah. And then he went to the Giants as the O coordinator, and he brought him there. Oh, okay. And then that staff got let go, and then the Giants let him go. No one picked him up off waivers. And then the Cowboys were like, well, he did pretty good for us, so they picked him back up. Wow. That's crazy. And then now he's just got two W's underneath his belt. Right. I mean, talk about razor thin, you know. One going one way or the other. You take a left, you take a right. Mm-hmm. And who knows what can happen in life, folks. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Did you have... Uh, oh, I've, I had one more here, I thought. Uh, Let's hear it. Our boy Fields. I mean, especially when he's not at home. Right. I, I feel like he's the Cleveland Browns of like three years ago here. I, I can't believe they've won two games. <laughs> 
So we'll bounce back here with, with Saquon and the Giants minus three at home against Chicago. I have nothing against that. I'm, I'm in a, a competition where you choose eight teams, and I imagine that might be one of my eight. So come on, Giants. No kidding. Saquon's back in action. You want to get to three and one? You got to win this game. No kidding. So... What, you got any other NFL ones here? Well, I'm sure our folks up in NorCal want to think what what we think about the Niners-Rams game here. Uh, I mean, if you go off the numbers, they, they always say Shanahan has McVay's number. Which he does. They've won, They've covered the last seven games in a row. You know, and Jimmy was, was getting a bad rap, but, you know, I guess give the guy... Give the guy some slack for not having the playbook all summer, coming off the surgery. <laughs> right. He he. That was his first week, like being the starter, getting getting the snaps. Well, some people might not know he wasn't even practicing with the team. Like, yeah, they threw him like outside, like he was on his own little field, right? Just rehabbing. Well, not only rehabbing, but they they didn't know if he was going to be with the team or not. So he was like throwing the footballs to trainers and stuff. He wasn't even with the players. Yeah, yeah. So I think the guy needs a little bit of a pass. I agree with that. The only thing that I'm a little bit hesitant on is I don't know if the Niners are ever favored though. You know, even when the Rams come into. Uh, San Francisco, usually the Rams are favored. This time the Niners are, ni- are minus two and a half, but that Niners defense looked, you know, badass. I, I would I would lean with the nines here. I think they're probably going to ball. I mean, I don't think the Rams look that great right now. No. I mean, I, I think Vegas is probably catching up with the Shanahan, you know, numbers here and saying, let's give them the, the small lean here, which yeah, I'd go with the Niners. Uh. You got anything else here on the NFL or before I throw out a few college picks? Nope. Those are the ones I liked. Baltimore, uh, Arizona, New York Giants. So Jacksonville. Okay. All righty then. Uh, so last week, the college games, um, they went 0-2 on our end. But by the time the Texas A&M game kicked off, um, instead of them being minus 2.5, they were minus 1.5, and, and they won by 2. So I have a feeling the listeners, I know one for sure, um, our boy SG, because he was texting me, got the W um, with the Texas A&Mer. So here we go with this week's college football games. We got Ole Miss versus Kentucky. We'll take Ole Miss minus six and a half. And let's stick around in the state of Mississippi, folks, and we'll take them minus three and a half against Texas A&M. And then the last game, we're moving to the Big 12. Baylor at home, minus two and a half versus Oklahoma State. We're going with Baylor. So we'll take the two Mississippi squads and Big Baylor. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. All right, go ahead and recap the NFL here real quick for everyone, too. Ravens, plus three and a half. Vikings, money line. Bengals, minus three and a half. KC, money line. And for our teaser folks out there, Titans and Arizona bump those bad boys up six points. Let's get busy. All <laughs> right. Uh, looking forward to some fun games again here. Maybe you'll get outside and enjoy the sun. So watching them all, though. Yes, I will this week. All right. Don't forget Twitter and Instagram. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. And also, please, you guys that love to listen, write some reviews on Apple Podcast for us. Yes, please. Those help us out. And we'll pick, uh, we'll pick one each week and send you a hat. That'll do it for this week. See ya.
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.